I'm joined by Aaron Arunachalam, Head of Product Management, TCS Banks, and Anand Athani, Head of Tech Architecture for Banking. Let's begin by delving into the tech strategy behind TCS Banks. Aaron, if you could give us an outline first. I think um, we summarize our tech strategy as digital first, cloud first. And um, with the pandemic, uh, we also call it as digital only, cloud only. What that means is any investment that we do, uh, we question ourselves, we challenge ourselves. What does it mean for the digital world? What does it mean for the cloud world? And when I mean by digital, it's not just uh, the, the consumer channel that we're talking about. It's the digital architecture here, primarily starting with, of course, the experience layer, the APIification, the embedded intelligence that we are actually building more and more in terms of AI. What does it mean in terms of integrating with ecosystems, et cetera, right? So, and microservices-based architecture, which is, of course, a new theme across multiple genres of technology, right? So that is what is in terms of digital. And in terms of cloud, it's about how, how ready are we to exploit the various native features of the various cloud providers. It's just not lift and shift, right? How do we actually exploit the native features of various cloud providers from an external perspective? And internally, what does it mean for me to change my technology processes in terms of CI, CD, et cetera? How do I actually build a, a truly automated CI, CD platform where I can react to client needs in a very agile manner? So broadly, I would say our technology strategy is driven with digital first, cloud first, uh, you know, framework in a sense. And Anand, do you want to just jump into the details? Sure, Arun. As Arun mentioned, our tech vision is digital first, cloud first. To add some details, let me start with uh, the foundation first. TCS Banks has solid foundation to begin with. It is modern and componentized digital core in Java J2EE with matching channels. It is online, real-time, multi-tenant, and multilingual. It is based on open technologies. There is nothing proprietary about the way we store our data. We use any standard databases. There is no proprietary scripting either. It is proven on multiple cloud platforms, complete with elastic scaling. While others are benchmarking, we have live customers reaching 10,000 TPS or transactions per second during their peak hours. Our offerings are built using model-driven techniques with auto-generated code. And our offerings, as Arun mentioned, in analytics, AIML, and blockchain complete the picture for our customers. To add on, all interactions with TCS Bank's components and services are API-driven. These RESTful APIs, where available, are standards-based. For example, open banking, IFX Affinis, and Payam. And as Arun referred to, and as the world is increasingly looking at cloud, cloud nativity is both technology and processes, as he mentioned. And also, uh, more importantly, it's a journey. It is evident from that 10-step uh, trail that is popularized by CNCF, Cloud Native Computing Foundation. Interestingly, there is a commonality in the public cloud vendor offerings. For example, most of these cloud vendors offer container orchestration around the de facto standard Kubernetes. Database as a service, monitoring, security, networking, deployment, storage, and analytics have comparable offerings across cloud vendors. TCS Banks is working with all the major 
public cloud vendors to ensure our positioning stays abreast with their ever evolving landscape and finally tcs banks offers event driven architecture data replication as an important part of our data strategy can be achieved through events in addition to working with industry standards like data replication and screening mechanisms and needless to say we confirm to data privacy needs across the world obviously we find ourselves in a very different world in 2020 than we did in 2019 what's been the impact on the business of the covid-19 pandemic probably i'll answer it in two parts the first part of it is more around operations what is happening in our bau business operations right and the other is you know in terms of uh, the impact on new businesses right what is happening in the market in the street etc so that's the way i would actually put it in terms of operations it's been a fairly smooth uh, go for us internally in tcs we have had a framework called as sbws which is about secure borderless working spaces because of which we could actually have the complete business continuity switched on for working from home so largely we have maintained our productivities our operations for client support even for our business as usual for product development etc in fact during the uh, i would say april to april may june season we have actually had two go lives in tcs banks not so much on the banking side but uh, in the insurance side obviously but that gives you a view right that customers are constantly engaged with us and we are actually going live and programs are actually moving so that is i would say the part on the bau operations right and obviously we are uh, working our way through what does it in terms of what does working from home or working remotely mean in terms of culture innovation brainstorming all that because it's so critical to a product company like ours right and i think it's becoming i would say a lot more structured earlier it was a lot informal right it was about people getting together and having it in the office space today it's a lot more formal about having setting up governance setting up calls etc and we are trying to move the whole process of culture of innovation brainstorming design thinking into a very remote working model right i i would say that's the, that's the big jump we are actually doing the operation side i would say we have kind of it's been a bau for us right that's 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 pretty much on the operation side i would say robin right and if you look at uh, the new business side counterintuitively the flow of you know enquiries has increased for us so in that sense i wouldn't say that it has impacted i would say enquiries right uh, uh, and i would say uh, like i said in the beginning people are all now looking at what does it mean to work in digital only or cloud only world it is not about being digi- digitally enabled it's about digital only world right and hence i think a lot of enquiries are coming in that space and nowhere is it more obvious than in corporate banking digital or smb digital that has actually been the biggest flow for us now i would say in the last 3 to 4 months in terms of enquiries because that is traditionally you don't associate digital with the corporate banking or uh, space right you associate it more with the retail space about experience configurability time to market etc but in the corporate banking space now it is about how will you allow me to manage the digitize the entire uh, you know the flow of documents that i have for all the business processes that i support right be it in terms of lending be it in terms of account opening uh, be it in terms of payments or anything right 
So I think I, I would say that uh, if there is one area where we have seen a lot of flow of inquiries, that is the space, corporate banking digital. The rest of it, I would say, is BAU. We are continuing to have the inquiries. And the second is the way the custom prospects are engaging with us. Uh, I think even tier one banks today are expecting us, expecting a cloud-based demo. They were the banks who six months ago would set, set up a one-week workshop. All of us had to fly in to major locations and you engage them on workshops, right? But now if you look at tier ones itself are like, where is your sandbox? Can I um, access your sandbox? Can I see your API catalog? Can I do some POCs? Uh, how they, so they actually are really working in a cloud-ready world, right? Even in terms of the evaluations. If there were two takeaways, this is what it would be in terms of the flow of, I would say, business, um, apart from the BAU world. You've talked there about where some of the interest's coming from in terms of corporate banking, SMB banking. What's your view of the way banking itself is responding, the way banking is evolving? Because obviously you are going to have to meet their needs and their requirements. See, we have, uh, we have had a, um, our view of banking has been, there are going to be a set, you have the traditional large banks, whether global or regional or country level, tier ones and tier twos. I would call them as the traditional banks, right? And then over the last, I would say two years, we have had these disruptors, the digital uh, attacker banks, challenger banks who have actually come up, who could be, you know, uh, spin-offs from large banks or who could actually be from any other industry or uh, starting afresh in a sense, right? So our view is the pandemic actually reinforced the um, role of the traditional banks in my sense, because if you look at the entire economy today is going to rev up only based on how the SMB uh, market comes up, how the corporate, uh, you know, the, the companies come up, right? And these are all in the funding ecosystems of the traditional banks. So, you know, the role of traditional banks has actually, I would say, got more solidified because of the pandemic, right, in a sense. But where they have switched gears is they have understood that there's a lot to learn from the digital challenger banks in terms of the time to market, how they actually look at the technology strategy, how do they actually design their MVPs, how is it they can actually buy technology. Their buying decision itself has drastically changed over the last three to six months, right? Now they know how to buy cloud, how to, you know, evaluate the cloud security principles, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say the traditional banks will only get strengthened in their positioning, but they are taking the mindset of the digital attacker banks in terms of the way they want to consume, select and deploy and use technology. I think that is the biggest change that we have actually seen uh, in, in the last, uh, I would say, three to uh, four months, right, in a sense. Let me turn the question on its head then and mm. say, ask you how that affects your strategy in Correct. developing the, the software and developing solutions for the, the banks. Correct. So, so I think that actually is our sweet spot, right? Um, engaging with the tier ones, right? Uh, understanding the system integration complexities, etc. So that has always been our sweet spot. But internally, like I said, because of the digital first, cloud first, I would say mindset that we've been working with, what we've also uh, seen internally is, I, I would actually use a different term here, right? I would say the last three to six months, we are also trying to figure out how can we empower the clients to do more for themselves with TCS banks, be it system integration, 
can they do more of the system integration than we actually flying into london and doing it right let me put it this way right or doing it remotely from london or what is it that i need to do with a partner in london so that he can implement it in in london for a a bank there so this is what we call as the empowerment strategy that we have been working with empowerment strategy around digital can we provide digital toolkits based on which clients or partners can actually configure their own digital experiences right rather than we actually traveling into israel traveling into uh, london or traveling into the us right that is that is number one that's almost i would say a, a, a significant change in the way we look at our own business right in a sense number two is can the clients themselves add a piece of functionality rather than come to us can they extend the uh, the functional capability of the product on their own so that is something that we have been aggressively working on and if you look at the principles of ai the way we are working from day one is can i give them a workbench where they can load data they can run their own models build their own models and then apply it on tcs banks rather than we actually going in and helping them so i would actually say the the biggest apart from the digital first cloud first principles that we articulated it's also about can you do more with my product rather than me actually coming and helping you always right i think that is another uh, big shift that we have done i would say due to it's got accelerated due to the pandemic i would say in a sense right uh, that that that's probably the biggest mindset change well that, that um, acceleration is is almost inevitable let me turn back to to anand if i may um and and ask you anand is cloud adoption obviously it's something that you're very much gung ho on is cloud adoption an inevitable move forwards or is there still a place for on premise installation if you go back a couple of years ago big banks uh, look for an on prem installation uh, they quoted data privacy compliance latency and performance reasons but now several of these big players big banks are announcing strategic partnerships with public cloud vendors and you can see it all over the world and at the same time these public cloud vendors they are extending their reach into the on prem now the cloud vendors are offering on prem solutions and they are also offering multi cloud offerings right i mean a google cloud will offer a solution that reaches aws so when this is happening so the the, the shift so so now i think this question itself whether we are on cloud or on prem the banks are going with the cloud vendors and the cloud vendors are reaching on on prem installations so so to borrow arun's term soon i think we'll get a sweet spot where the cloud and on prem will converge and uh, i think the only demand being the on demand infrastructure provisioning and uh, largely opex model i think that's where we are heading let's round up and if i turn back to aaron how do you see platforms developing in the future so that's a interesting question because that actually has been um, integral to our business uh, in some ways right there is an evolution that has happened right i i will for a moment i will just take our insurance business right the tcs banks insurance business today if you look at it we run a licensed entity in the uk called as diligenta which runs on tcs banks you run the operations the business operations also of our close books on it right so it's actually a, i would say a, a licensed entity in a sense so we are running the platform the hosting the business operations everything with different kind of pricing models pay per use or 
paper transaction or paper policy, etc. We have actually started replicating that in banking for a while now, right? So if you look at um, the SaaS offering in India that we have for the cooperative banks, there are close to 175 plus banks on that platform today, purely on a subscription model there, right? So we provide the hosting, the IT operations, and the platform. So we have launched our US cloud similarly. So where it is for the US tier three, tier fours, we have a cloud offering, including partners, which could be up to 20 partners, which make up the whole ecosystem and everything is available on a, a subscription model. Similarly, we have for the UK credit unions, we have close to five to six banks running on a pure SaaS model. And we've made a big jump in a new market like Israel, right? In Israel, actually what happened was Bank of Israel invited us to create a, create a banking platform, which digital attacker banks or any of the small banks could actually plug in without investing into technology. So we have created an entire platform there, which can also help you with banking operations. It's not just the infrastructure, banks, also the banking operations, right? And we are right now onboarding a digital attacker bank on it. And there are a few more, um, I would say, small banking players who are actually looking to subscribe on it. That's absolutely pure subscription model, pay as you go. So we have actually started expanding our footprint on the SaaS strategy in places where we have, where we have, we believe there's a sizable market. So India is one, we've done it in US, we've done it in UK. We have actually also launched it in Switzerland. In Switzerland, we have close to, I would say nine to 10 private banks on our platform on a purely subscription model. Now we are adding one more bank this year. So everywhere we get scale, we're actually creating a SaaS infrastructure, a SaaS capability, along with business operations, if the client actually desires it. So that is very much an integral part of our strategy, in a sense. Thank you very much for your time, gentlemen.